Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to a special edition of the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to Under the Ring Pod. It's me, your boy, Kendango Tanga. And unfortunately, yeah, I, I didn't win. I didn't win. I, I damn sure didn't win. God. But. No, you didn't. I do have with me the actual champion who made it out surprisingly both days with the belt give it up for the street team captain our boy flex the champ flex daddy magic of <laughs> look at him flossing with the belt son of a Oof. son of a bitch you and I, I swinged all them shits, bro. I swinged them. Especially <sighs> Impact. Impact, I just fucking guessed. Oh, my gosh. This on? man made it out. And he picked damn near. I think it was a perfect card he picked, if I'm not mistaken. All right, for, for Extreme Rules, yeah, almost. I think I got, like, one wrong. I think if we did, that. We did that Bailey pick. Duh. But uh, it's all right. Unfortunately, our normal producer, Mongo, will not be joining us. We'll be joined by the other hooligans in a few. But let's get into a little bit of wrestling news right now. Pretty much the big wrestling news that's going around is the fact that Mox has dropped the GCW championship to Nick Cage. And it appears that he may not be working any GCW events anymore or at a very limited basis. And that seems to be the case that's going forward with a lot of the other AEW talents as well. It looks like your boy Tony Khan is slowly but surely uh, turning into um, uh, Vince with the whole you can't wrestle anywhere else type of move routine. So that's what seems like is going on which, here. Which is stupid. I mean, it's smart, but then again, stupid because when you first started, you invited all these other little companies to send their dudes in. Wasn't Nick Nick Gage on Dynamite fighting Jericho not too long uh-huh. ago? Uh-huh. And now you're saying, oops, sorry, you can't go there no more? It, you know what it is? Like, it, he's realizing that if you want to be have a successful business and not have your guys pretty much conk out on you, you're gonna have to limit some of these dates that they do. Like I know everybody was talking about how WWE has been door doors closed, yada 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 yada. But in the long run, because of that regimen and that schedule they have, we now have Daddy Ass in AEW, who's in fucking great condition because WWE didn't let him kill himself. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much. You know, and supposedly he's even told the guys in the locker room, if you want to last long in this business, stop killing yourself the way you guys do, jumping off and shit. So, you know, maybe WWE had the right, right thinking behind it. Yes, we would love to have had some great, you know, super matches back in the day, and even now to this day, we probably would love to have some of those. But if it's going to save the long, 
gonna save somebody's career and how long they're gonna be around, then I'm all for it. I'm I'm all for I'm all for you having uh a, a restricted uh work environment. Um speaking of somebody else who actually had something to do with their contract, Impact made a major move which was big for them. Really, really, really big for them. They made a major, major move. They re-signed Chris Bay. Chris Bay's impact, baby. They re-signed Chris Bay and gave him a multi-year contract. So which means we're gonna get the ultimate finesse and impact for a long time, which is dope. Yeah, no, he got that impact belt. What you got? I mean, I don't know. He, they, they need, they need somebody like Chris Bay. And here's the thing. No. I remember at one point when we first heard, I know myself, when I first heard of Chris Bay, I was like, oh my God, this guy's a bootleg swerve. Like, it's a, it's a bootleg. It's a bootleg swerve. Then there was a point in time where Swerve was shit. And I was like, Swerve is the dollar store Chris Bay. And now they're both on a on a level where each of them is that's Chris Bay, that's Swerve. And it's it's great to see that both of them are finally coming truly into their own, finally finding their stride because at one point in time, it really was one A, one B. And, and, and not for nothing, I'm a bigger Chris Bay fan than Swerve. I, I know, I know he's coming up next. I, I'm I'm trying to contain myself because you know what? Since you brought it up, let's just let's just get to the nitty gritty. All right, the biggest news in wrestling so far this week. I'm trying to keep it under wraps. I tried to keep my enjoyment. The biggest news in wrestling this week has been the return. Of Mr. Wyndham, Mr. Bray, Mr. Fiend, Mr. Wyatt has returned. Not a not a not a little not a little little video clip or anything like that. At the end of Extreme Rules, which we'll go over, he actually returned. You saw him. We so yeah yes we are um, we all are about to hoop. I know I am. I, I'm tight. I'm tight because I went to the Royal premiere, and um, they say, oh yeah, we got Bray Wyatt next, and all they did was just show the clip of a message he had, and then said, yeah, he's gonna be returning on SmackDown, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. That sucks. I know, but if any, and you know me. If any of no, you were, down with the thing. Right. If any of you were wondering what my reaction was when Bray showed up on the on the screen, and it was actually him. Um have you ever seen that gif of the I forgot what's his name, the chubby kid when he's doing this? Yeah, that was me. Yep. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that was me. That was me. I'm not gonna lie. I was in here screaming, hollering, 
doing all types of shit. Yeah, I was giddy. Giggled. Giggled. I was happy as shit. Let me, let me tell you something. Sunday at Comic-Con, I went to New York Comic-Con all four days. Sunday, I dressed up as The Fiend. The amount of people that stopped me for pictures and was just talking to me like, yo, he's back. I'm so excited. Bray got a big it, fan base out there. Baby. Bray has a huge fan base and following. Oh, and it looks like they're going to do it. They're doing it right now. Oh. 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 If, if this man comes out, I'm going to scream. Yeah, Reggie, that's exactly how it was when he won the WWE title for the, for the first time. I, 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 I'm, I marked out. I jumped up and down on shit. I was hooting and hollering. Yeah, I did it all. I did it all. Bray, Bray has a huge follower. Ooh, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into which ones we like the best. Um, first of all. Let's go over a couple more. I like them both because I won. Yeah, I bet you you did. I bet you you did. <laughs> Joining us, ladies and gentlemen, from Cincinnati, Ohio. Give it up for the former champion. Well, at least he was a champion. I still haven't been a champion, so I can't say shit. It's the mic. Yeah, last week was some bullshit. Lost my fucking belt, but it's all good. It's hunting season now. Hunting season. Man, I, man, I've been fucking hunting all goddamn year. I ain't killed shit. How about that? <laughs> right. That's exact. Exactly. Yeah, fuck Tito. Not fuck you, Tito. Fuck Tito. He like them both because he won. Fuck him. God damn it. Because I won. Mike, you were fighting champ. I love you, brother. Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah, fuck both of y'all, all right? The motherfuckers want to be champs and shit. Kiss my ass, both of y'all. <laughs> you know what? Let's go over these goddamn pay-per-views real I quick. Mean. Kiss my ass. Don't want to hear it. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Let's go over the one that happened first. The one where I thought I actually had a chance. The Impact pay-per-view, Bound for Glory. Um, Bound for Glory had a couple of matches. It had a, I guess you can call it a big surprise. Uh, it wasn't a big surprise to me. I'm really not a big fan of it, but we'll we'll get into it. Um, first on your pre-show, they had the Bullet Club, which was Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson is a fucking hot commodity. He's everywhere right now because he's not signed. You know, so Juice is everywhere. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> I got something to say about you. <laughs> when did Juice become a hot commodity? Um, I don't know what his goddamn oversized <laughs> big ass dome looking like my man from Mastermind. What? That's neither here nor there. Bullet Club defeated <laughs> Alex Zane, Laredo Kid, and Trey Miguel. The other pre-show match. So of the return of part of the name that you see me using right now, Brian Myers defended his Digital Impact Media Championship against who? 
Dirty Dango, baby. Dango. Dang the Dango Dango was going on, ladies and gentlemen. My boy Dango. That's my boy. Uh I'm so mad that Fandango is no longer in WWE. I'm so mad about that. But Brian Myers did defeat um Dango to retain the belt. And the first match of Bound for Glory, since you asked which show do we like the most, I like Extreme Rules overall better. But for me, match of the weekend was this match right here. Frankie Kazarian versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Now, I know it's... I'm one of the first people that's always going, fucking Frankie Kazarian is old as shit. No one cares if he's in a match. Well, Frankie Kazarian shut my ass the fuck up with this match. This was my, this was my, you know what? This is my 1A match of the weekend. I have a 1A and a 1B. This is my 1A match right here. This was the first one I saw. Frankie Kazarian actually beats B-Ball by submission of all things. Great match. These two put on a hell of a goddamn show. Going back and forth. All goddamn match. It was about a 12-minute match, and it was worth all 12 minutes. Is he still still with AEW? Frankie Kazarian? Yes, he is still with AEW. He is still with AEW. But he is currently... Well, you know, and, well, you know, AEW doesn't mind that the towns go to different promotions, not named WWE. But they're now starting to slow down on some of the people on two other promotions. Wow, they're slowing down on that, but yet they allow their man to win. But Impact don't care. Impact can put a belt on any goddamn bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not we we've known in the past. Impact will not be signed and will and have a belt. belt. Right. Impact will put a motherfucker who is legit not signed to them and put a belt to Frankie Kazarian. Shit. He's not signed at all to them. Mm-hmm. Shit. What, what we have? We have Juice and uh Shit, their uh, world title was held. Their world title was held by somebody not with the company. Right. Yep. Omega had that shit for a minute. Um, Frankie, but um, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't finish all of Impact yesterday. I found out about that. I was celebrating. I am officially an old man because I have a grown adult child. My daughter turns 21. So that's what I was celebrating yesterday. And that's why we were not on. Um... I was getting ready to say I didn't finish. I didn't finish um, Impact, and I was wondering what Frankie was going to do. And Frankie, that's what I thought. Frankie, it was rumored that he was going to use Option C, and yes, he did. Thank you very much. Um, option C, for those of you who don't know, is Option C. Is if you are the X Division champion, you can forfeit that title to have a shot at the world title. So he's going to come after whoever the world champion may be. And the reason why I say it's whoever is because of what happened in the future shot gauntlet. Now, after that great match, we had a pretty 
pretty good match. Pretty re- pretty good match between Mickey James and Mia Yim. It was, and this is part of Mickey James end of the road tour, where if she, she wants to win the Impact Knockouts Championship one more time, what if she loses? That's her career. She's gonna just quit. But you know, Mickey wasn't losing Mia. James won that. And next matchup, it is surprisingly, I shouldn't say surprisingly, because Impact never makes their female wrestlers look weak, and the female wrestlers of Impact work very well together. We had the Death Dolls taking on Vex. Death Dolls being Jessica and Tiny Valkyrie, Vex being Chelsea Green and Deanna Carrazzo. Vex was the champions. Until after this match, where now the Death Dolls have taken over. And I like the pairing of Taya, Jessica, and Rosemary together. I like that crazy-ass pairing. They, they're like... I'm trying to think of the best comparison. Taya and Jessica together... Taya and Jessica together Impact's equivalent of Naya and Shayna. You're right. You're right. I believe it was probably Mongo that said Rosemary is turning. Mongo's always looking for a goddamn Mm elder. No, Mongo, it was no, Mongo, it was him. Yeah, it was Mongo. (laughs) But I'm I'm putting Taya and Jessica in the same category as Shayna and um, Naya because when Jessica and Naya get the powerhouses, the ones that are going to give you the high impact move, or more than likely get the finisher, whereas with Shayna and Taya, you get the more technical and more refined wrestler out of that particular person. I was going to say, and I like that comparison, I was going to say they, you know what they remind me of? And they remind me a lot of Team Hell No. Opposites attract. You know, you got Havoc, She's Kane, and Taya is DB. And and the quirky dynamic works. It works. Definitely does. It works. They're both opposites. That you can tell, like, like they're both opposites. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, it just works. So I can see them as like a team hell no in a sense. But Shana and I also works. Roxanne's gonna ask me by Bailey. There's also rumor going around that WWE might be looking to bring back Chelsea Green once her contract with Impact. If I was Chelsea, listen, listen, you know what? Here's the thing. We all say if we're so and so and so, I would stay where I was at. At the end of the fucking day, let's be realistic. WWE is the big time. Everybody wants to make it to the big time. Mm-hmm. So to say, you know, she should stay in, in impact. No, 
baby girl, if WWE wants you, go for it and make that money. And she should because she never really got a shot. Because every time she was, she had a match, she got injured right after. And the thing about it is that shit is still going on though. So I don't know why WWE would fucking want her. She's still Mr. Glass. Yes, she is. After every match, this girl is breaking. I'm, look how long her wrist was broke. For like damn near a year and a half because she kept injuring. Like she, I mean, to me, she. I don't. I don't. I don't get. She sucks, man. I don't know. I, she just sucks. Like she sucks. I mean, every time I watch Chelsea Green in the ring, I'm just like. Ugh, like, ugh, hell no. Like, even, and I, I don't watch Impact as I should, but when I do see her and Deanna Russell, it's like, you can tell Deanna's carrying that team. Carrying that team. Deanna's a great fucking wrestler overall, period. So, mm-hmm. no matter what team that she's on, they're going to wind up. You know, she's going to be the main focus of the main star. So, but WWE says that they are uh, looking like they might want to back. And if they do, where does she go? Does she go to NXT or does she go to the main roster? That's the whole thing, too. Because at this point in her career, where, she, where she's at in Impact or whatever the case may be, you got to figure she goes to the main roster. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she, she had, she paid her dues in NXT. So I mean, I, I wouldn't blame them for putting her on Raw or SmackDown. She paid her dues last time she was there. She paid her dues in NXT. So, you know, I wouldn't blame them. But I mean, ugh. I don't know. She just fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> She fucking sucks. Like, she fucking sucks. Like, I mean, she's not even Marie bad, but she's like a step above that. Like, she, she, she's not good. She's not good, man. I'm sorry, but Matt Cardona, I mean, I'm sorry, bro, but, you know, you, your lady, yeah. I mean, uh. I mean, I, I don't have any arguments that so yeah <clears throat> <laughs> I don't have any arguments for that but um other people might next up on a card was the kingdom Matt Taven and Mike Bennett uh who are the champions the impact champions against the Mortar City Machines Alan Kelly and Chris Saban um good match Really good match. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Just a good match. Um, <laughs> the kingdom kept their belt. I'm not a big fan of saving and but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, Taven, Taven. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that we're not fans of Matt Taven. Like, I mean, he doesn't. The matches that I've seen, he doesn't suck. He's just not entertaining to me. 
Right. He's not entertaining. Like I said, the matches I've seen, he hasn't sucked. <laughs> like, it's just like, uh, uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, who's your partner again? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Put Maria on the screen. There we go. That's what we want. Uh, the next match was the 20-person intergender. Call your shot, Gauntlet. Call your shot, Gauntlet is pretty much like a damn battle royal. Every minute, somebody comes in until the final two people who then becomes a... Um, a one-on-one matchup. The people who were the contestants in the gauntlet were number one, Eric Young, then we had Joe Hendry, Steve Macklin, Rick Swan, PCO, Van Evans, Johnny Swinger, Tasha Steeles, Killer Kelly, Moose, Sammy Callahan, Taylor Wilde, Giselle Shore, the surprise entrant, Bully Ray. Billy Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, my man, uh, Wounded, Gajar, Heath, Bobby Fish, and Matt Cardona. Now, the reason I mentioned Booba, <laughs> my man Booba, uh, uh, Booba looked like he might have had something going on, but my thing was, I felt like I thought I really thought Steve Macklin was going to I really thought Steve Macklin was gonna pull it out, pull it off. Yeah. But he he's been on a he's been on such a hot streak. You know, they 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 that's another Steve Macklin, just like Brian Meyer, and although we can't stand him, just like Matt Cardona, they turned him, they turned him who was really eh in WWE into a fucking hot commodity. He's been on fire in impact. He's, he's, a, he's a fucking monster in Impact. Mm-hmm. Straight up and down, he's a monster in Impact. Like, mm-hmm. He's one of the people you don't want to fight in Impact. Right. <laughs> he's a monster. Um, Bully Ray actually won this. Once again, we have an old person who can't let the young people have their light. So I am, once again, people, as you can see, I am not a fan of old stars coming back. I am not a fan of Macklin is one of the best ones right now. Macklin is is, is no joke right now. But I am not a fan of these old stars coming in like that. I wasn't a fan of Edge. Wasn't a fan of CM Kong. Not a fan of um, Bully Ray. Not a fan of Rey Mysterio. Not a fan of Chris. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a fan of Chris Jericho being old and being on top. I understand why he's on top in that company. But am I a yeah, fan of it? No. I, I I don't get why Bubba won. You know what? I agree, but but I will say this about Impact. They do a good job. Well, they do a damn good job of incorporating the veterans 
Although, albeit they'll put them in a title spot, but they'll immediately, once that feud is over, they'll immediately take them away from it. Because I remember when- I don't know. I don't know because guess what? They put that fucking belt on Mickey and she had it for over about a year, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but Mickey's also one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. I understand that, but look at the people that they had there. They had Tasha Steele. They had Kira Hogan at the time. They had a whole bunch mm-hmm. of females. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I do agree that they fucked up on Kira Hogan. They fucked up on Kira Hogan. And, and she's fucking see, herself over right now, being a lackey. She's a, exactly. She's a lackey being a baddie to to Jay. But I, I, I like, like I was, I was, like I was mentioning, like with Tommy Dreamer going up against Rich Swan. Did Tommy Dreamer deserve that title shot? No. But did I go into that match hating it? No. It was actually a decent match. I'm not saying that Bully won't put on a decent match against Josh Alexander. But if he needed to be there, nah. look at, that could have legit been Steve Macklin. Sure. That could have been Mac. Yeah. That could have yeah, been. We could have had a, a three-way: Mac, Frankie, Josh. We could have fucking. Um, it could have been Sammy, Sammy Callahan, fucking Trey Miguel. It could have been anybody. Is Macklin? Is Macklin ready to be champ? Yeah. 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 Because all Macklin is about is kicking ass and taking names for So, yeah. Yeah. So, yo, we gonna, we gonna talk about how uh, Bobby Fish got booed in his own hometown during that match. Listen, nobody and, talks about it. And, and got that CM Punk chance. <laughs> that was the funniest part. Bobby Fish, during, during Bobby Fish's little, little run, when you know, when everybody first comes in to Gauntlet match, they go on a little run, they beat up everybody, get, get the little moves in on everybody. During that time, we got a CM Punk chant. During that, and the reason being for the CM Punk chant was um, <laughs> Bobby Fish talking shit about how Punk can't throw a proper kick, so it was just a whole back and forth. I mean. Bobby Fish, nobody was expecting you to win. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> nobody was expecting you to win. Next match, as pointed out earlier, we had Jordan Grace against Masha Slamovich. This, this matchup, I would say, is one of the first times I have ever seen a female horse fight. These two females beat each other up. But Jordan did most of the beat. Jordan was whooping Masha's ass. 
with her ramen hand noodle hairstyle. Hand style. Like, like, <laughs> like, like if she slept with fucking Russian. My baby Jordan was out here looking like a brand new pack of chicken ramen noodles, boy. I tell you. Listen, <laughs> she was out here looking. I love me some thick mama pump, but the accuracy of that hairstyle, boy. <laughs> it was it was funny, but you know what? She beat the shit out of my. I was like, God damn! She got she got her like if she called her in Gresham's DMs, huh? Right. Prime prime eighty perm. Prime eighty perm. I'm talking aerobics eighty perm. Like. <laughs> That aerobic aim for type style, but they beat the hell out of each other. Jordan Grace remains the champion, and then we get to the final match of the night: Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. I have a quick question. Yeah, who beats Jordan? Because I can see her going. I can see her having a like a Walter like run with that belt. Especially how shredded she is now. She's a fucking cyborg. She really is. She looks like fucking... I, okay, I'm much older than y'all, so I don't know if y'all remember this show. American Gladiators. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> Do you remember the first set of American Gladiators? Not the reboot. When they had that big, brolic, blonde chick zap. That's yep. who the fuck Jordan Grace reminds me of. <laughs> Jordan Grace reminds me of fucking Zap. This big, brolic, blonde chick that was, she was like the same That's size, auntie, she was like man. the same size as the, as the black dude, Gemini, that was mad brolic, but Zap was like the same size as him. That's who Jordan Grace reminds me of. <laughs> oh, shit, they got, um, not the, not the, it's a brief tangent, they got Zelina with Legado? Yeah, oh, that's we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. But you know what? Let's just end talk about this last match real quick. Um, Josh Alexander defeated Eddie Edwards, and then of course at the end, um, I don't know more came out to try to jump Josh Alexander, and what wound up happening? Bully Ray came and saved. Yada yada yada. So. Bully Ray and Josh is what we're headed to. But don't forget, Frankie Kazarian just said that she was an obstacle seat. So we'll see how that leads into that. Now, into WWE. Mike, since you brought it up. Well, first of all, Liv is trying to die. Oh! Liv <laughs> trying to... Oh, shit. What's she, what, why she beating up Sonya like that? Sonya with the ass, so good boy. Ah, damn, damn. Well, well, Liv just tried to die. That's what she just tried to do. But uh, <laughs> well, damn. But uh, sheesh. God damn. Since we go talking WWE, um, yes, Mike. That is something that our boy Mongo would want wanted us to bring up because he's highly upset about that. As we see, Legato de Fantasmo has been called up to the main roster, making her main roster debut. 
Um, the first thing that they did was the same thing that I said last week on our show last week. I hope they don't have Legato still with that fucking feud with Hit Row. Guess what, folks? As you just, if you're watching SmackDown, you just saw that feud is still fucking going on. No one wants it. No one needs it. No one cares for it. But we still got a Hit Row versus Legato feud. And the bullshit is Hit Row is now minus their leader. So how good is this feud really? This feud was only as good as what Swerve and um, Escobar put into it. Okay? So this feud makes no sense. And instead of Electra moving with Legato to the, for the main roster ride, um, they decided to put Zelina Vega with Legato. It's like not it. a bad move. It's like not it a bad. It's not a bad move. It's really not a bad move. And to be honest, this is where Zelina works her best. Yep, as a manager, she is... as as a as an active manager, a manager who can get physical. She's incredible as a manager. Like Zelina can wrestle. She can wrestle, but. Especially in WWE, her bag is in managing. And if and if Andrade's not there, who's the next best person she can be a manager with and work with? Mini Andrade. Yep. <laughs> Escobar. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, if you paid attention, if you didn't know about Zelina, and I, I really didn't know about Zelina before her WWE stuff, uh, Mongo and Matt. It let me know that she was an actual, she was wrestling in Impact. I did not know that. However, my introduction to her was her slapping Almas in the parking lot. Right. Getting, when Almas was going through his partying stage in NXT, losing matches, her slapping his ass up in the parking lot. And next thing I know, Almas is champion. Right. She has a track record of getting. Getting that Spanish heel over. She can get that Spanish heel over. She really, really can. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mad at her being with Legato. It's just surprising considering the fact that nothing was wrong with Electra. No. Yeah, nothing was wrong with her at all. Um, yeah, she. Zelina's an upgrade, though. But I do think that they would have served, they wouldn't have lost a step had they kept Electra. Right. Zelina's an upgrade as far Pretty as, much. Zelina's an upgrade as far as the mic work. Yeah. Because Electra is, I would say, she's not on the very same level as Zelina as far as in ring ability, but her physical stature makes up. And I think they could have had both. They could have had Electra just be like their little China. Let Selena do all the fucking talking for them. I guess so, but then that but then you run the risk of Zelina and Electra teaming together and going after the women's belt. The women tag belts. Yeah, nobody wants to see that shit. Right. I know. 
And um, speaking of Hit Row, real quick, you know who they need? Mellow. Mellow. They need Mellow. Yo. They need Mellow. And Mellow worked. Mellow actually worked the main event match this week. Yep, he was there on Raw. Mello, Cedric Alexander, and he whipped some ass. Mello and Vaughn Wagner. Wait, Cedric's mm-hmm. still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what, though? Cedric ain't dumb. Cedric is playing his part right now. Because he knows. No, but it was, it was he a knows good match. Got, he, but he knows Strips got him. Think about it. Cedric didn't have a fucking um, contract until that CWC matchup. And Strips came out and gave his ass a contract. Then what happened after that? Not for then what happened after that? Trips put the fucking um, 205 belt on his ass for over a year. Yeah. Trips made him a star. Mm-hmm. He, he ain't going to change out that Trips in charge. He know what to do. Yeah. But not for, not for nothing. Melo had a good match on that main event match with uh, Cedric. And then Von, Von Wagner, he was facing um, all true. And, you know, true, true things are magic. Geico cave, man. Yeah. Uh, fucking All right. But, uh, uh. All right. Let's move on to the next pay-per-view of the weekend. The, In my opinion, since you asked, the, I would say the overall better pay-per-view because for the first time in a long time, we actually had an extreme, extreme rule pay-per-view. People actually went ancient this pay-per-view. First matchup for the night, my 1B. Remember I told you, Speedball and Francis is 1A. That's only because I saw that match first. My 1B, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Good Googamooga. This match was about 17, 18 minutes of pure... Fucking chaos. And what was it? This was called a old-fashioned Donny Brook match. Basically a fight. And that's what we got for 17 minutes. The Brawling Brutes did pull out the victory. But gentlemen, Brawling Brutes and Perrion. Seamus. Seamus. Seamus looked like a whole new man. Seamus is probably on one of his best runs that I've seen him on in a very long time. You know what? I haven't seen Seamus on a run this good since the bar first established themselves. Yeah. You know what? This is what I'll say about Seamus. Seamus would probably go down as one of the most underappreciated champions ever. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Seamus... Over this past decade, for the most part, he's always there. He's always available. You can always put a belt on him, and for the most part, it'll make sense. Mm -hmm. And if you need him as a workhorse, he can do that. Mm -hmm. If you need him to put somebody over, he can do that. Like, Seamus, man, listen, I've always fucked with Seamus. It is, it is, like I said, he, he's going to go down, and, and he's won every belt almost. 
Except for the IC belt. Yeah. Nah, except that the IC. And this is what this match is for. Right the IZ, IC. They grand slammed Yep. That match. You know what I? You know what I really like seeing with regards to the brawling brutes and Imperium fight. What I really. Oh, here comes fuckery. Same as with the Bruce's energizer, like Randy became with Bruce. It really has. You're not lying on that. You're not lying on that. The one thing I, the one thing I like watching when I watch the Bruce versus Imperium is Bruce versus Imperium gives you a old NXT feeling. It gives you a black and gold NXT feeling because out of that group. Out of those six men, you technically have five black and gold NXT people. Even though Ridge was hurt for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Technically, you have five black and gold NXT people. So they have great timing with each other. And then you got you got the best of NXT UK in there. Repeat done. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck a Rey Mysterio. We don't acknowledge that motherfucker. Fuck Rey <laughs> but um, threw this little man into the match. All right, threw this little fucking uh, I smell step fucking. on him, somebody. Solo gonna kill that man. Well, they had to replace Cross because Cross got ran over by a car by Drew and then smashed into the car by Drew. Right. Uso is in New Day matches, Brutes and Imperium. And the thing about it is, Ridge doesn't suck. We just hate him because of what he did to Big E. <laughs> That's the problem. I still think he sucks. Ridge de- I still think he sucks, and I want to beat his ass for what he did to Big E. I don't, I just, I don't, Ridge doesn't suck. That's the thing. Ridge truly doesn't. He just, yeah. Which I saw Big E at Comic Con on Thursday, and the man is—he he look healthy, he look happy, he's resting. <sighs> I mean, but we still call. Speaking of Rick, first of all, I'm just—I'm just glad for my boy Butch, man. I'm just glad they got him in his Pete gun, his Pete uh, Dunn gear, at least. Now, Trips, do us the biggest favor. Get rid of the name Butch. <laughs> if, if, you know what? Even if you keep Butch, let Pete be Pete and get that man a title. Mm-hmm. Put Pete in the fucking single. Listen, you, you, you're doing good right now with Gargano. You got Gargano on one show. You got Pete done on another show. Those are your mid-card champs. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm not taking anything away from Walter. Walter, I mean Gunther, step him up to the to the to the big dog. Step Walter, step Gunther up to the to the Roman table. So that way you can have that. Put those mid card titles on uh Butch and Gargano. Quick. Yeah, like especially now that 
especially that we and we mentioned this a couple months ago. The OG NXT brand is officially has officially taken over the main roster. Right. On both shows. So you might as well, you might as well, like you said, can put the put the mid-card belt, US title on Gargano, put the IC title on um on Pete Dunn, have Walter go after Roman or whoever. Like start it's time for the NXT for Trips' NXT class to take over the brand, take over the main roster. The, the problem is it, it is time for it, but the problem is the young lions that Vince left in charge are right in their prime. That's the problem. Yeah. Like Seth. KO, Sammy. Even though, even though KO and Sammy are NXT guys, they've been on the main roster long enough. Yeah, they've been, they've both been on the main roster since what 2015. You know what I mean? Um, Roman, like that. That that's a hard crew to take over. Thank yeah. you for joining us. You have a good night and be safe, whatever you do. Please be safe. Yes, please be safe. Please be safe on this Friday night. Now, it's, a, it's a hard freaking crew to take over from right now. So I see where the dilemma lies with trips, but at the same time, it, it is, you're right. It is time for his, his boys to take over. His boys. But let's finish going over this Extreme Rules card real quick. Um. First match, as I said, was the Royal Roots defeated on Imperium. Next match in a in a real extreme fucking in a real extreme rules match. Ronda Rousey defeated Liv Morgan by choking her out, and Liv was smiling during the chokeout. No, I don't like Ronda like that, but thank God that Liv. That, if, if, they, if they would have let Liv win, I would have been pissed for Ronda. And I would have told her to, to, to break character and go off again. There's no way that Ronda should have lost that match, and I'm glad they didn't allow her to lose that match. And I, I don't know about the rest of y'all perverts, <laughs> but Liv smiling, Ronda, she was in the room, and that was that nice. <laughs> That's nice. I like that a little bit. A little smile. I like that. I like that. But um, people were pissed because she was smiling. Now, here's the thing. Liv, For what? For what? I what have no idea. For what? No idea. I mean, did they did, did they not just see what she did to fucking Sonya a few minutes ago? They just want to be mad to be mad. Like, remember, if, they were they were they were so behind her winning the title, and now that she actually did, they turned on her real quick. You know why? Yeah. She's living the fucking won the title to begin with. People realize she sucked. <laughs> she the fucking won that shit to begin with. People need to realize she. People realize she fucking sucked. So oh fucking well, but I mean. 
what's wrong with her showing that she's a little bit deranged? Right. And here's the thing. She was always like that. That was always her character. Liv's character has always been a play off of um, Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't she be small? And if you watch tonight, after she jumped off of that shit and tried to die, she was smiling (laughs) then too. Mm-hmm. She was smiling then too. That's the thing. She's going cuckoo. Yeah. She's she's snapping. Yeah. It doesn't seem real enough to people. Who smiles when they're getting choked out? Listen, there's a lot of people that do a lot of shit for some money. There's a lot of people who do a lot of shit for some money, see, Reggie. That, that, <laughs> but see, that, that's the problem with a lot of wrestling fans. This shit is too real for them. Right. They're telling a story. Listen, this is the art of storytelling and wrestling. Here's the thing. Wrestling fans are so fickle. They want reality, but then they want a story. They want hard-hitting, but not that hard. Like, wrestling fans are fickle. They don't know what the hell they want. They really don't. They really don't. Who smiles when you get choked out? Listen. She kind of kinky, right? Thank you. She, she's Quagmire, okay? Fucking <laughs> Quagmire. <laughs> okay? Giggity, giggity. The same people who smile getting choked. <laughs> the same people who, who smile getting choked out, or the same people who understand why Dominic is with Rhea Ripley. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the same people. That, there you go. That's the per- that's the perfect fucking answer because I want to stand up next to me with Rhea. The same people who smile while getting choked out is the same people who understand why Dominic is with Rhea. End of the end. Of, now that's the end of that discussion. <laughs> but Rhonda actually did a great job of letting it be known she was the superior brute in this match, which is what she was, and which is what she was supposed to have been. So, and for once, I don't think I've ever said this before. I've never been so happy to see Ronda Rousey win a wrestling title. <laughs> Never been so happy. I was like, yes. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like I was legit happy. Especially, like, yes. especially to especially with, with this being her second run, you could tell that she has actually like put in the work. Yeah, she isn't injuring people anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'll say that. You know what? Ronda Rousey, this second run that Ronda Rousey has had so far has been a lot better than the first time around. She understands that this isn't UFC. Mm-hmm. She understands fans are going to have an opinion. And she's playing off of that. Which mm-hmm. is a lot better than what she did before at having a reaction. Yeah. Like, she, she's finally getting the gist of this being sports entertainment. Right. She's finally getting the fact that she's finally learning that she has to act. Mm-hmm. And you I have to act. Like I like this one. It hasn't been bad. It hasn't been, it hasn't been 
been bad and horrible. I, I will say that. It has not been bad and horrible. Mm-hmm. You're right. They aren't here. And the fact that she, she lost. Exactly. I was just about to say, they've actually made her look human. She like, lost. They, they've actually made her look human and take a couple L's. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what like, I mean? So... So it is it, it, much not, better on. Yeah, so I, I'm happy that she is that she has she has found her way in this business of uh, uh, sports entertainment. I'm happy for her. Right, because she's a hell of a good athlete. Mm-hmm. She's a hell of a good athlete. Like it's it's and you know what? They aren't trying to force her being a face either. That's right. another big thing right there. They're letting her work off the crowd reaction that she's getting. Because exactly. if, you, if you think about it, her character is more heel than face. I can't, calling yourself the baddest person on the fucking planet makes you a heel automatically. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know that. Mm-hmm. Calling yourself the baddest anything on the planet makes you an automatic hit. Yep. So there goes that right there. But not only that, look who look whose name she adopted. Rowdy Ronda Rowdy. One of the greatest heels of all time. <laughs> one of the great you gotta be a heel with that name. Right. One of the greatest heels who turned into one of the greatest tweeners of all time. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, we had Karen Cross defeating Drew McIntyre by help of, in a strap match, by help of a fireball to him eyeballs. Scarlet. Scarlet blooded, Drew McIntyre faces up, and that's how Karen Cross got the win. Blooded his face up with the fireball. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Which is the Did reason. she hit him this time? I mean, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it was close enough. It was close enough. You know what I mean? So that's what led to Drew running his ass over with the car earlier tonight. So we'll see. So, but so cross look. Here's the thing about that, though. Scarlett had a lot more interaction in this match than what I was expecting, considering the fact this was a strap match. Scarlett had a lot more interaction in this match than what I was expecting. And this win, in my eyes, did make Cross look strong. He looked a little, in my eyes, it made him look weak. Like, he looked weak in a win. Like, as if 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 that would have been the only thing Scarlett did the entire matchup, then fine. Right. I wouldn't have had no issue. But the fact that she intervened several times throughout the matchup, I was like, uh, uh, this don't work for somebody that's supposed to be a powerhouse. Somebody that's supposed right. to be a scary like, like, monster. Yeah, this dude's a demon. Right. Like, why does he need all this help? Right. Like, yeah, it, that so it made that win look 
week. But we'll see how that goes. The next match was actually the next match was fucking amazing. The next match you have was Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. Good grief. Good grief. Bianca October 14, 2022, 9.45 p.m. Kenneth Rivers, you can mark this down in your books. Bianca Belair, before her reign is officially over, her time is over at wrestling, she will be known as the greatest women's champion in WWE history. Yeah. Yeah. Son, she put on a hell of a performance. She, uh, since NXT, we've watched Bianca Belair. Me and Mike especially watched Bianca Belair since NXT. First time we see her, we're like, who is this badass little honey on television? Oh, right here, talking uh, shit. Mm-hmm. I first laid eyes on her dog. I fell in love instantly. <laughs> instantly, right. I'm like, "Who is this? And where can I see more of her?" Immediately, dude. I immediately said, "She's gonna be a. She's gonna be a gigantic star." Son, and they actually worked their way and they showed her getting better in NXT. They showed her getting better in NXT mm-hmm. to the point where she was the to the point where we were mad when she got called up because she never got the chance to get the NXT title. We were so pissed. Yeah, fuckery. Yes. Ray Mysterio won. Fuckery. Uh, anyway, Bianca put on a goddamn show. I'll say this: if the wrestling guys do this, Reggie, I will send you twenty dollars out of my own pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you the twenty out of my own pocket, Reggie. <laughs> But Bianca, the other part about this is too that I have to say, Bailey, for someone who missed as much time as she did with the injury that she had, to come back and put on this type of performance in a ladder match, she was not afraid to take a bump. She gave up. Pretty much, let's put it this way. If it wasn't for Bianca hitting the KOD on the damn ladder, Bailey would be <laughs> These two women put on a great show, and I'm noticing a common denominator with all the great women matches that I am watching lately. Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mm-hmm. And my first experience with Bianca was at Takeover. Against Diana Perrazzo when they like first signed to NXT, they were a pre-show match. Brooklyn won, and yep, I remember that match. Uh, and I knew both of them. You know, Bianca. You just is? tell both of them had that star power. 
Yeah. You know what Bianca is to me? She has the workhorse ability of Seth with the charisma of Roman. Like, because she's always... Who do we who do we see every every Monday night? Who's the feature every Monday night? Bianca. Mm-hmm. Who has been putting on banger after banger after banger, either on Monday night or on a pay-per-view? Bianca. Bianca. That's where I compare her to Seth. Who do we see? On, perfect example. She's on a fucking DoorDash commercial right now. We see her in DoorDash commercials. I was about to say that. She was on, not too long ago, she was on College Game Day. She has been on uh, various shows doing interviews. She's been on Wild and Out. She's been on Wild and Out. Like Roman. Like, we are, we, are, we are witnessing a walking brand. Yaga Belair has become a brand. Didn't she just get a makeup deal too, if I'm not mistaken? I want to say so. I think she got a makeup deal too, if I'm not mistaken. I think she did. She I think she did. I, I forgot who it was, but I believe she got a makeup deal as well. Like, she is a walking brand. This woman has branded herself and made good on it, man. Dude. <clears throat> and, and the thing about it is, Sasha has done that. Oh my God! Is he here? Oh, I'm bugging. No, I'm sorry, folks. I'm still watching SmackDown myself, and I think it's time for you know who. And if it is, I don't want to scream too loud because then my daughter's just going to make me sound like a little girl. I don't need them to hear that, folks. <laughs> I don't need them to hear that. I watch pay-per-views stuff like that and braids all the kids in the crowd so they don't know I sound like you know, when I say that. <laughs> 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 they don't need to know that. You know, daddy's a superhero. They don't need to know I sound like But Sasha had that has that ability. I feel that Sasha's attitude blocks a lot of potential that they could she could have. Whereas Bianca's a more outgoing and friendly person and more of a fan favorite. Oh boy, easy! <laughs> Let's let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah. At this moment, we're gonna take we're gonna uh, take some time to uh, just mark out, mark the fuck out. <laughs> Lord, this thing is really here. Yo, and they gave him even creepier music. 
This is crazy. This is crazy. I can't be. I, I can't go mute myself, folks. Cause we still got a show. We still got a show to finish. What I am gonna do real quick is I'm gonna go over these last two matches real quick. While everybody else is muted, we had Finn Balor defeating Edge in an I Quit match by making Edge say I Quit by having Rhea threatening to give Beth a concerto. So Edge said I Quit, and she still bashed her fucking head in. Still bashed her fucking head in. Uh, I'm sorry, brother. I, I was walking out for you there. I know. I'm, I'm trying my best to be the best. I'm trying my best. This is the hardest show I've ever had to do right now. <laughs> the last match we had in the fight pit, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins, special referee Carl Winslow. I mean, Daniel. <laughs> 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 It's a rare condition. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle wins the match by just about dying by jumping off of the damn fight pit onto with the broton. <laughs> Hold on, this man is talking. Hold on. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, you're going to have to excuse us, you know. I know we have a show to run. You know what I'm saying? But this is what happens when you have, without question, the most creative, the most unique, the most scary mind in all of wrestling returning to where he belongs. And it's... it's, it's the fucking pop that he got in Philly? It's been years since a wrestler received a pop like that. Yo, Bray is talking. Wyndham is talking. Not Bray. Wyndham is talking. Yeah, this is Wyndham. And that's the crazy part. This is Wyndham. Like... It's only a handful of wrestlers in this business that has a cult following. Bray Wyatt is one of those wrestlers that has a cult following. Following and on both sides. Absolutely <laughs> love him. Like, and one of the leaders of this cult following is Kendango Tonga himself. Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn right. Sign me to fuck up. I'm drinking the juice. I remember when <laughs> I remember when we used to do um, live stream during the pay-per-view. And when Bray won that title on during at Elimination Chamber, I heard Kenny scream all the way from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never seen I've never heard a grown man. Scream. I told you, we ain't gonna tell people I scream. <laughs> hey, 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 brother. Hey. They heard it. <laughs> they heard it. The whole US of A heard it that night, brother. 
<laughs> but yeah, emotional right, right now. Yo, this is, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. This is. I apologize that we are muting ourselves for this, but this man has not been on television in forever. And as we already know, I am a huge fan. Tito is. We call Tito the Puerto Rican Bray. I guess I'm the Black Bray. Like, and this man is talking from his heart and 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 you know what i think our viewers understand why why we're reacting like this and why we are pausing and going back and forth here They, they know why they understand why like this dude right here man listen i you see, I'm stammering because this is how good this oh, man is. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a And just like that, I am hooked. Once again, line sinker, take me. Take the wheel. I am hooked. Take the wheel. <laughs> Once again, I am. Take the wheel. I, take the wheel. I am. Uh, <coughs> I am on a roller coaster. <laughs> take the wheel. I am hooked. Whoa, yeah. whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, what, what, what the, what? I, I'm hooked, what I'm hooked, I'm hooked, I'm hooked. So is this, is he? I, is I'm he hooked. A battle within himself? I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I need more of it. <laughs> That's all I know. Whoa. I don't know when I need more. You know what's the shit that's gonna suck? Bray is only exclusively exper- uh, appearing on SmackDown. So what? So we gotta wait. We gotta wait till next Friday to figure out what's going on. Hey, that's all right. He I, I'm okay. Like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I, we we got him back on television. That's all I need. I don't care if it's just I one just, show. I just need them to hurry up and put that mask on the WWE shop because I didn't wait to buy the T-shirt. On the shop, I bought it at Barclays Center for like forty dollars. <laughs> take the wheel, forty dollars well spent. Take the wheel. I am. I am. Take the wheel. I am in hook, line, sinker. I'm. I'm there. I'm hooked. Take the wheel, ladies and gentlemen. Whoo! 
as I was saying, the last match of Extreme Rules was Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Um, special guest, like a special guest referee, Carl Winslow. Um, <laughs> this match was a hard-hitting match. Uh, it was it was defeat. It Matt Riddle won by jumping off of the top of the fight pit onto Seth Rollins' ribs, which is why he came out Monday with the tape ribs in his match against Lashley, because Seth Rollins is now your United States champion because of what happened to Lashley before the match. Before the match on Monday Night Raw of Lashley and Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar made his appearance and beat Lashley's ass. Yes, he did. Seth took advantage, won the championship, and guess what, folks? We're about to have a Brock feud, Brock Lesnar feud that does not involve a title. Yep. And if I do say so, this last Cowboy Brock run has been one of Brock's best runs. And this latest Lashley run has definitely been Lashley's best WWE run. Without a doubt. These two are on absolute fire. Right. This is going to be, even though we would have loved to have seen this match when they were much younger in their age prime. But right now, both of these gentlemen are in their sports entertainment prime. Mm-hmm. So this should be a really interesting and good matchup. It really should be. This should be a really interesting and good matchup for them. Um, <clears throat> overall, I think UTR, we are going to give Extreme Rules a solid A. And give Bound for Glory a B+. Plus. I'm going to give it a B+. Plus. Only because Bully Ray won. That's the I can agree with that. That's yeah. the only reason. That's the only reason why I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Is because Bully Ray won. The rest of the I'm rest of the pay per view. Rest pay per view was great. I understand. I'm giving Extreme Rules an A plus because Bray returned. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep, we got Bray back. Yeah. We got Bray back. That's that's the title of this <laughs> of this episode. We got Bray back. Yeah, that Bray coming back. At the end of the of course, at the end of the um matchup, Riddle's walking out, <clears throat> everything goes black, and then that's when we get the um, entrance for Bray. And as we just saw right now on SmackDown, Bray is officially back. Have mercy. There is a storyline and a half with this. Lord, and we don't know what is going on with this man. <laughs> and what they did was they had all the puppets in human form. That that bird. <laughs> that bird. That fucking vulture. That buzzard. I know everybody's like, oh my god, the rabbit, the rabbit. No, that fucking buzzard. That vo- whatever the f- I, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Mercy. Mm-mm. Yeah. First off, I don't like birds. Yeah, unless the bird is fried, barbecued, sauteed, rotisserie, grilled. Um, Some barbecue sauce. Those. That's the only bird I like. Okay. <laughs> the only uh, The only. The only other birds that I was cool with is Larry Bird and Big Bird. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> pretty much. I don't fuck with birds. I don't like birds. And living in NYC, there's pigeons every fucking way, shitting on every fucking thing. So fuck a bird. Okay? <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Yeah, so, fuck birds. <clears throat> but I can't, we can't talk about WWE without talking about their number one competitor, uh, AEW. AEW. AEW had a very... Let's keep it a buck, yo. AEW Dynamite, since that whole little scrum happened, has been on fucking fire. <laughs> it's been on fucking wow. fire, yo. Dynamite I can't has been great. Dynamite has been on fucking fire. I can't even lie. I, re- I really can't, yo. It, um, the main thing that happened on Dynamite that you should say is we... They have a weird name for Wardlow and Samoa Joe. War Joe. War. I fucking love that name. I fucking love it. War Joe. That that just sounds like a team of two motherfuckers that's gonna whip ass. War Joe. War Joe. That's like Brangelina. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's you put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Brangelina. <laughs> like, mm, mm. I ain't want to hear that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I ain't want to hear that. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that took the sting out of that one, didn't it? <laughs> God damn it. I was loving War Joe for the past two days. Nope, that's Brangelina. But he's got he's got two different teams names. When he teams when he teams with FTR, that FT War, and then now he's with Joe is War Joe. Oh fuck! God damn it! Damn it, Kenny! I was loving War Joe. <laughs> when they said that shit on Dynamite, I was like, "Ooh, War Joe! I love it." But that ah oh, fuck. Brangelina. Anyway, Brangelina. Um, we had. <laughs> We had Warjo um, team up <laughs> to face the um, Gates of Agony with Prince Nana. <laughs> My Prince boy Prince. Nana. <laughs> <laughs> I was it. <laughs> nah, nah, they, they faced um. <laughs> what what was this? They they faced the factory. That's right. They faced um QT Marshall, but um Gates of Agony did come out. Yeah. Yeah, of Agony came out. I'm sorry. I was in the kitchen and I see that motherfucker. The first thing I thought of was he looks like such a nigga. So I'm gonna call a, him Prince Nigga. I'm such a bitch ass nigga. Please don't hurt me. I cannot get jiggy with this. <laughs> oh yo, we, we, we forgot something important that, that happened on Raw. There was another return of a particular tag team. 
Ah, yes, yes, yes. We forgot a couple of things that happened about Raw. Yeah. A couple of things that happened about Raw. We had the return of the OC, the mm-hmm. Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Me and Kenny, we made we made our return to Raw, baby. Mike Gallows and Kenny Anderson, Machine Gun Kenny Anderson, have returned. Which is very interesting, considering the fact that Carl Anderson is the current New Japan Never Openweight Champion. Yes, sir. And what made it even more interesting, when WWE tweeted out the little clip, New Japan retweeted it. Yeah. So... Mm. With that, with that being said, Trips has opened the fucking forbidden door. Thank you, Trips. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trips. Speaking of Trips and us thanking Trips, Monday was also the celebration for <clears throat> one of the greatest factions in wrestling history. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D Generation X proudly presents to you its five time tag team champions of the world, the Road Dogs, Jesse James. They didn't say his name, but they let the crowd say it, which was mm-hmm. dope. Yep, yes, we did. They let, that shit was loud as fuck. They let the and they acknowledged that the crowd wasn't going to say it by everybody pointing their microphones towards the crowd. Mm-hmm. The best we had a DX celebration marking 25 years. Jesus Christ. Right. I remember I just I remember being a little ass kid watching DX on Raw. Like and, and of course if you grew up in the 90s, everybody and their mama's mama was doing this. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. And in NYC, cops got pissed off at us doing that and started arresting us. <laughs> and started saying it was assault. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I kid you not. Fucking they started arresting us and saying it was assault. <laughs> For saying suck it? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yep. The best part about the um DX reunion, no younger talent was sacrificed in making DX look good for the night. None. Which was beautiful. None. They didn't lay a hand on anybody. Yep. They 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 came out. Had their promo, and then after that, they were backstage just being DX, talking, talking shit, shit, cracking jokes on people. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's that's how you that's how you let old people be old. Mm-hmm. Let them be in the background talking a whole bunch, talk, talking number shit. Reggie, you ain't never lied. Because it's it's a big difference when you got an eight year old telling you to suck it than when you got a fifteen or fourteen year old going suck one. <laughs> There's a lot more emphasis behind that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> as you said, so, y'all was getting arrested. I was for assault. I was detention. <laughs> for assault. <laughs> Yo, crazy. But um, let's like I said, let's talk about the little competitor before we head out of here. The yes. competitor AEW. The big thing that happened on AEW. Daniel Garcia became a bitch again. He went back with the Jericho Appreciation Society by turning on by turning on Brian Danielson by smacking him in the head with the championship belt. It was the sports entertainer thing to do. It really was. It was it was so the sports entertainer thing to do. And you know what? I like it. I like it. All the same things I called him a bitch and then said I like it. You know like what? <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't have been surprised that it happened, but when it happened, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, really now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I really thought we was going to see, you know. Mm. I, I thought he may have joined the, uh, the BCC for a second. But he damn sure proved they, us wrong. He they, damn they, sure they, said they, no they to us. Did this, they actually did a good job with the swerve. They did a good job with the swerve. And then what you call it? It leads us to another Garcia versus um Danielson matchup. And those yeah. two can fight. Those two can fight. I yeah. like watching them two fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it makes those sense two fighting Because uh, full, full gear is not too far away. Yeah. In a few weeks. And it makes sense because the uh, JSA, the JSA, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, I can't say the acronym to save my life, but <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society, they got their ROH belts. Both of them. Yep. They got both singles belts. And they so, said that the only one they don't have is the one that Joe has. Yeah. The television title. Yeah, and they can they can send um Hager after that. Mm-hmm. Or Sammy. Oh God, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> And if they want, oh, I'm, rather, I'm, rather, I'm gonna be honest Ms. with you, Hager. Miss Taylor, Miss Jake, to get that woman's belt. Hagar needs it better more than um Sammy does. Yeah, because Sammy's had a belt, right? In AEW, Hager hasn't. Speaking of belts in AEW, my man, Orange Cassidy has finally won yes. gold. Yes. About fucking There's somebody time. on the UTR podcast who's a fucking hater, Mongo. That's why his ass ain't here right now. Exactly, bastard. But... <laughs> Finally, 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 finally won a belt. And hell of a match between him and Pac. Yeah. Hell of a Pac sells the shit out that goddamn tornado DDT. Like somebody bust him in the back with a, and bust him in the spine with a shovel. Mm. (laughs) He sells the hell out of that goddamn tornado DDT. But. 
Speaking of gold, Nyla Rose isn't that. Nyla Rose has stolen the TBS <laughs> championship. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but a good stealing of the belt is always great. <laughs> and has legit been calling herself champ. Yo, she even changed like her Twitter handle to <laughs> the official TBS champion. Yo, Bravo. Nyla, yo, Nyla Rose is like KO. Yeah. Yo, if you ever follow, if you follow Nyla Rose on Twitter, yo, she's hilarious, bro. She comments on. Everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or everything. But um so far I for the first time we have legit pretty much covered all week of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and every brand. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did we it, uh... no we we didn't go over NXT. NXT, we got our final um, competitor for the ladder match between Nathan Frazier and Axiom. It's Nathan Frazier. So, yeah, we have that. Um, build up for Halloween Havoc with Dragonoff, JD, and um, Braun. Um, it's going to be a great match. Should be a great match. Right. New NXT so far has been okay. New NXT has been okay so far. It's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. Oh! These two dudes won a chance at Pretty Deadly. I forgot their names. That's that's how bad it is. Briggs and Jensen? No. The two two black uh, dudes. Oh. Uh, Malik, Malik and Blade. Blade. There we go. Malik and Blade. There we go. Keenan and Kel. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, Sean, Martin. Mar- no, Marlon and Sean Wayne. That's who it right. is. <laughs> Marlon and Sean. Now, Malik and Blade won. Which surprised the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie. I did not expect them to win that match. So they will be facing pretty deadly, which is cool. New challenges step up. Not bad. Not bad. So far, new NXT is proven to mm, what can I say? They're shaking off the the stigmatism of the neon NXT 2.0. They're starting to shake off the stigmatism of 2.0 by giving us more, I'd say, flavor. Not even flavor, by giving us more quality, quality matches. That's what they're doing. They're using that two-hour time span a lot better than what they were doing before. It 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 does help that. And I mean, and, and Matt, and, and Matt, he he said it best. You know, just give him time. It has helped that they've actually gotten time. Right, they got a lot more time under they belt. You know, this new era of NXT. Those guys have been on TV now for the past year. Yeah. So the they, timing has gotten better. 
The time has gotten better. The matches have gotten better. The promos have gotten better. Storytelling has gotten better. So it's it's a, it's just gotten better with time. So and then with Halloween Havoc coming up, that should be a good ass. That should be a good ass show. Sure enough, should <laughs> say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, I think we pretty much covered wrestling as a whole. Don't forget to follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. We usually do air on Thursdays around 8 30 ish. This was a special reason. I told you I was celebrating my ladybug's 21st birthday with her. So <clears throat> that's what happened with that. Don't forget to also follow us on face or on twitter at our twitter handles we have the man the writer greg bush sk we got me rock ribs 44 we got mike mr fresh beard we got matt the right answer and we got the street captain who's also the champ Boriel mariente and don't forget our hey. and don't forget our boy justin d baxley go out there and look out for justin as well man he's a he's a hell of a writer for his was um local spot too once again thank you for following us follow our pages so that way <laughs> lee moriarty even frank ocean <laughs> lee moriarty is evil frank ocean yes he is that is hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious Folks, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week at our normal time and our normal day. Peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Hagrid.